welcome to the Angels podcast, Neurodivergent Chats, where we chat about life as neurodivergent families. If you have any topics you'd like us to discuss or any questions, please email us at podcast at angelsupportgroup.org.uk. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to Neurodivergent Chats. Um, Penny, Lisa and I are here again today and we were hoping to talk about um, executive functioning. It's an important part. It comes up quite often when we're talking to families and it has quite a considerable role in, in how our, our children manage um, <laughs> and get on both at home and at school, doesn't it? So yeah. we want to start off by what it is. Is that all right? The executive Penny? functioning is part of your front it's effect, your frontal lobe is the part that is affected if you have executive function dysfunction and if it works properly then it's executive functioning and it means that your frontal lobes work so often people with ADHD and autism and various other neurological conditions can have executive function dysfunction because they've got problems with their frontal lobes in the brain yeah that's essentially and it's where part, it comes. Yeah, and it's part of cognition. And it's all yeah. yeah, it's it's cognition, but it's it's all around there's lots of elements to it. Um, and there are things like initiating tasks, being able to time manage, being able to regulate your emotions. Um so there's lots of areas around the actual what we need to be able to basically get through the day. We need our executive functions to work for us to be able to carry out our daily tasks, whatever they are, our executive functions need to work properly to do that. And for people with autism and ADHD, often there's difficulties with that. So essentially, it's part of your brain, isn't it, yeah. that helps you to function and yeah. work out how what to yeah. do. Yeah. So it's controlling your body and your mind to get you to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. like planning, organisational, move yeah. from A yeah. to B yeah. to C. Motivation. To think about how to do something and it affects everything that we do yeah. and so for autistic people neurodivergent people people with adhd it doesn't work in the same way as it should necessarily and that can have a massive impact on us yeah because we don't we find it very difficult to start a task plan what to do know how to to do some carry it out be and move to the out. next thing yeah, that's yeah. In the and link. be motivated to do it motivation is a big part of that if you're not motivated then you often don't do the yeah. things you need to do um so yeah it impacts it impacts massively on your daily life if you have executive function dysfunction then you struggle with doing any part of your daily routines really and this like so many things could be a, a, a big impact or, or not so big an impact depending yeah. on the individual um, yeah. is affected and and, and, and also de different from day to day yeah. so sometimes you can feel like you've got got a bit better at it some days and other days yeah. you can't manage it at all um i think some of the things that i would say are important to understand is it might look like you're lazy if you've got executive functioning dysfunction because you're not motivated to do things and it looks like you can't be bothered when you actually just don't know how to start that task or you aren't able to plan that task or yeah. um, be able to carry through 
that planning and that organisation that's needed. And so often you look like you just can't be bothered and, and you look lazy. That's, that's somehow some people think that that's what's going on for that person yeah. when actually that it's not. And I also describe it as when, if you go, I've always like used this analogy a lot. If you look at, in a room that's a bit of a mess, like it's a bit, it's very messy, and you ask the person to tidy it up, they go into meltdown because they're just like, I don't even know where to start with that. That's just there's just too much mm. stuff. And you become overwhelmed by it. And so what you need to do is go, okay, I'm gonna go in that room and I'm just gonna pick up all of the plates and I'm gonna take them out. And that's that's how you have to help somebody who's got executive functioning. You have to break the tasks down so that it's not the whole thing in one go yeah because that's where they get overwhelmed and won't do those things yeah um, and do it alongside as well yeah yeah helping them yeah i just you just made me smile when you sort of talked about um often we think that people are lazy and i just remember that so i have massive issues with executive functioning and i just remember that as a child i was always being told that i needed to apply myself yeah, me too and <laughs> me i never too. knew what they meant and i was like what do you mean apply what does that mean yeah. you need to apply yourself and now i understand what they meant was i needed to do whatever it was that i was being asked to do and in in a way that was appropriate, you know. So like that, I they knew that I knew how to do it, but I just couldn't. It's getting yeah, started. Apply myself well, to it. Yeah, exactly. And I was always all so frustrated. My say the same it, and say must should try harder. Yeah, Which try harder. Very intelligent, really clever, but doesn't put enough effort in. Yeah. And it was, no, and I would literally in. sit there thinking, I don't know how to do, do this. Yeah. I don't know what it is they're asking me to do. Yeah. I don't understand. And as I got older and I I learned some strategies, so I learned how to write an essay in a very structured way. So like there was a way of doing it. You wrote this, then you wrote that, then you did this, then you did that. And once I had that sort of structure, I could just apply myself yeah. to anything. Yeah. But then once but that took me a long time. Because and when I, I think back to that now. Yeah. When I think back to so my son one of my sons has real problems with executive functioning, massive issues. When he was assessed by an education psychologist, they put him on the the 99th centile of executive dysfunction. Oh, yeah. So he really doesn't those are the that's his real difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. And he needs he really benefited at school from having tasks broken down into so like if you said to him write five sentences that would be overwhelming yeah. but if you said to him right here's a sentence starter and fill in the end of that and here's a here's a and this is and then this sentence is going to be about this and then this and so if you really broke the task down he could do it and he could complete it and i remember that was really helpful for him and now, as an adult, what you're describing around having to break down tasks for for cleaning, so so you know, like he lives on his own, and I'll, I'll and I'll sort of say, right, okay, so remember, you got to put a wash on, um, <laughs> so you need to pick up all of those clothes, yeah. and you need to put them you in have to break it down. You can't just say, you know, tidy yeah. your room. Yeah, or I used whatever. to have to you do have that to break for my daughter. Get I, a bin bag. I was going out to work, and I would say to her, "Can you do the washing?" I'd get home and it wouldn't be done. Yeah. And then if I said to her, can you put all the dark clothes in the washing machine and switch it on? I'd come home and it would be done. Yeah. Because she just would, when you say, 
can you do the washing? She would just look at it and go, I don't really know what that means or where to start with that. But when you specifically, or I'd get a basket and say, the clothes in this basket need to go in the wash, can you put it on? She could do that. Presumably it was also a supporting her visually as well by yeah. Yeah. Here, look, yeah. literally exactly. physically the clothes are right yeah. here next to you. These clothes need to go in and that washing. If you didn't do that, then she wouldn't do it. And she would also forget, like for being she has also got dyslexia, so that affects your organisation and stuff as well. But she would forget things, so it would have to be done visually so that she yeah. would remember so i would leave deliberately leave the wash basket in a place that she might bang into it or trip over it so she would then go oh yeah i haven't done that yet it didn't work in my house um, <laughs> but that worked, that worked for her but it doesn't obviously work no, for no. my son uh, he's very different but he, they both have executive function difficulties and i have some myself i find it really hard to get motivated and get up getting up in the morning is my hardest thing yeah um I know I have to get out of bed and I'm just like, I don't want to get out of bed and I really don't know what to do. So I have to lay there and plan what I'm going to do. And I also can't have too much time between getting up and needing to do something. Right. So like I have a very structured morning, but like this morning, for instance, I knew I had to leave home at like half nine and I got up at like quarter to eight and then I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm going back to bed. I'm just going to lay in bed, think about what the day is going to mm. consist of. Mm. Then I'm going to plan what I'm going to do to be able to get out the door for half nine. And I can do that if I give myself time. But to just get up and just plot, plot around, I can't mm. do that. I need to follow a schedule, um, which I've noticed is something I really have that's, to do. Yeah, that's interesting. And um, that, I, I really do as well. Yeah, and because I, just getting that's up. that's why I'm often late, is because I have to follow my schedule. schedule and yeah. if I don't follow my schedule, then, then it, it takes messes as long up as it the takes, whole day, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But and also, then if somebody throws something else in there, then, then my schedule's out the window. Yeah, and, and I can't. Exactly, and then you have to go back and redo it. So I'm not quite as bad as that. If my schedule doesn't work, I can kind of move past it a bit but it will stress me out for the whole day. But I've worked out that, that there are things I need to do, and I probably have been doing them for years, that help me get through the day without knowing it helps me. But I can't have nothing to do, if, if that makes sense. I can't have, like being off work, I love it, but I hate it, because I'm just like, I don't know what to do with my time. And yeah. I can't, I can't just start a task. I can't just get up and think, oh, I'll go and do this. Yeah. I, I have to really think about when I'm going to do that, how that's going to fit into my day. So it's those sorts of things are really difficult. And it looks like, and if you, if I have days, especially when I'm not working, where I don't do anything because I don't know how to. Yeah. It's a little bit that. like, um, it's really interesting here. It's, sitting experiences I've only experienced it third hand I guess but um does it feel a little bit like what we talk about with ADHD not being able to occupy yourself is yeah it, it is like that it that? is it is like that you can occupy yeah. yourself if you've got with me I need a structure so like I'll lay in bed in the morning and I think right what have I got on today okay this this and this so I'll get up I'll feed the cat I'll take my tablets I'll brush my teeth I'll get dressed that's my my morning routine yeah. every morning. 
And then it's like, okay, I'm not working today. Okay, I'll crochet today. Oh, okay, no, I'll do a puzzle today. Or, okay, I'm going out to see Maisie today. So I need those things. But if I just get up and I do those other things and then there isn't anything, I can't then do anything else. It's like I'm stuck. I can't. You need to have thought about them in advance. Yeah, and I need to have it planned. And I also need to, it needs to flow. I need to be, I'm one of these people that needs to be on the go from the minute I get up and not stop because the minute I stop, I can't go back and do something else. Yeah. It's, it's really like, difficult. It's, it's like this inertia. You get this inertia, don't you? Where you just can't sort of motivate yourself to go. And another, another thing that you often see with neurodivergent people, particularly ADHD, is that sort of procrastinating yeah. and and think and and doing other stuff. That doesn't need to be done. Yeah. That isn't an immediate. I mean, it goes back to the demand avoidance thing. There isn't an immediate demand. You'll do that rather than the thing you know. Yeah. You know you have to do because yeah. you, because you just can't. Yeah. Get that started. It's just really difficult to. Getting started is really it's hard. It's so hard. Work. It's yeah. Really hard work. Um, that's the thing I find. At the most, if you if you need know you need to do something that could be might maybe a little bit difficult or yeah it, it, or you're not sure how it's going to go or you don't really want to do it. It's finding ways to not do that. Yeah. So that comes back to the motivation aspect. Yeah. Of this, really, it's um and and it is easier to put that off. So, um, I guess it's trying to think what kind of strategies we've talked about yeah. some already. But what else? So, for instance, helping somebody plan plan their yeah. day or plan their yeah. activity, yes. taking them off A onto B, you know, yeah. onto C, and breaking tasks down, yeah. um, putting things into manageable chunks, particularly when we're talking about children and and you're trying to get them to be able to do do the things they need to do and teach them those skills. There's quite a lot of so nowadays we've all got our phones. There's quite a lot of apps. Mm some that you pay for, some that that are quite all singing or dancing, mm -hmm. and some that you can get for free, um, that you can use as planners. I mean, I use my calendar on my phone mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. setting alarms so that we never forget the things that have got to be done, um, making sure that, that everything's on there, I mean, if I lost it, I'd be completely useless. And the setting alarms helpful as a reminder. Yeah. Does that also help you initiate, even though it, it's it's a reminder? But it's a reminder that it's got to be done, but it's sort of because you can snooze it. So, for example, I've got alarms on my phone for my son's medication because he's mm. got epilepsy. So he has mm. to have his medication at a certain time every day. You can't forget it. It's mm. not something that you yeah. can just let slide. So I've got alarms on my phone that you... That you and then I've got I I can manage to be disciplined enough to snooze it until I know he's had it. Right. So if I'm doing something and I I and then I usually FaceTime him or text him and tell him to take them. Um. But but I've got to. But it allows me to never forget. Yeah. Because otherwise I would forget. So I forget stuff all the time, time. because yeah. and because it also links into. With me and my autism, it links into the fact that I get so focused on stuff yeah. that I have no idea of what's right. going on around me and what needs to be done. So I've got caught down a rabbit hole of, yeah. of something yeah. on the internet or mm. on the telly or whatever yeah. it is that I'm doing. Yeah. And 
rest of life needs input from me outside of that i need something to pull me back it brings you back to the moment yeah yeah Yeah. my son uses alarms all the time and probably for exactly that reason because he's engrossed in doing his own thing or what he's doing and he would forget to eat so he has one that sets the time for when he needs to eat he has to take a medication before Mm -hmm. he eats Mm -hmm. then he has one when that medication is ready for him to eat so he has alarms going off all the time, and he used to hate alarms when he was young. Now he has them going off all yeah, the time. I find it really useful. It reminds yeah. me when I've got to go. Yeah. So uh, uh, one of the other things that I, I'm really rubbish at is planning, planning my time, mm-hmm. how long things are going to take. Yeah. And, you know, um, as people who work with me, you will know that sometimes you've used strategies to tell me that something is half an hour before it really is. We don't like, do that, Penny, do we? Listen, I, I don't know, know what you mean. It. <laughs> because You're not because dentist. Well, no, I'm really thankful that you do because it helps me to function. That because. Because, I mean, if I could apparate from one place to another in zero time, yeah. I would be fine. I'm sure I would be absolutely fine. I'd be like, oh, now it's time for this. And I'd go click my fingers and it will splash me flu powder and I could be there. But unfortunately, I can't do that. So I never factor in the amount of time it's going to take me to go yeah, from, from there, that, to there. there to there or that task to that task. Yeah, yeah. Or and in fact, it does take time, doesn't it? It, it does take time, or just even finishing one thing off, yeah. finishing off a conversation, yeah. and moving on to another task. Yeah, that takes me. I can't. You the know, other things all link. Do it. it. We talk about them. This is about transitions, isn't it? Yeah, and this yeah. is about um, yeah. living yeah. in the moment. It it's, is about. It's, it's about interests. understanding the why, isn't it? That's another reason why transitions are so difficult. Yeah. for autistic people, it's there are all these different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, and it all is linked to your executive functioning. If you your executive function doesn't work properly, then these things are really, really problematic, really, yeah. really challenging. Yeah. They're not, you know, I, I, I know I need I need things planned for me for me to be able to do things. And when I have voids, I can't I can't do anything. I'm sort of stuck, and I don't know what to do. It's not that I'm not able to use my intuition to think oh actually this needs doing but because it hasn't been planned and put there yeah it hasn't been put there for me then i don't i'm not able to do it and that makes you look like you can't be bothered or you're lazy or you know you just don't really use your initiative to move on to the next thing but it's not that i don't have initiative i know things need doing but because they weren't put in my plan, I can't. Mm. You are yourself them. able to put them in your plan, but only kind of. But only if advance. I actually, yeah, yeah but with a certain amount of notices. Yeah, yeah, I need time to yeah. plan that, and and, yeah. and then I have to follow that. Mm. And when I'm waiting for something to happen, like so, sometimes I can't go somewhere till a certain time, and I've got a bit of time between. I don't know what to do with myself in that bit of time, mm. and I get stuck. And then it's really hard to da- actually then do the next thing. Because I get that as well, but I know that pu- that that is because if I start doing something, I then won't be able to stop doing. Yeah, that well, there's thing. that as so well. So is that part? Of yeah, it. I think so. I, I because I'll I'll be like, oh, I've got ten minutes. What shall I do? I can sit down and I could, and I'll I'll just like stop reading something. But then I know the next that. thing I'll know it'd be an hour later. Yeah. I'll have missed whatever it was I was supposed yeah. to be doing. Because I've just so you just sort so... of have to 
go with the void, don't yeah, you? And just yeah. not do well, it. Like, yeah. Maybe that's what I need to do is go with the void because what I do is I fill the t- I have to fill the time. So I fill the time and then I find that I've run over and yeah. not Yeah, yet. see I don't. I if I haven't got anything to go on in that little I'm bit of time, again. then I just stop and I don't do anything and I just sit and wait for the time to Some pass. people would call that being mindful, Penny, and people would give you a big tick for that. But it's not, it's really frustrating <laughs> because then I find it really hard to be able to start the next thing yeah, because I've yeah, got stuck yeah. in not doing anything. Yeah. It's really difficult. So I think, yeah, it's understanding executive functioning is really important um, when you've got neurodiverse yeah. children. And, and I think it, as adults, you know, like we're women in our middle ages, we've had like a lifetime of, yeah. of working this out. But with children, we're just saying to them, why can't you do it? Why yeah. can't you just... Get on and do it. Why don't you just apply yourself? Yeah. And, and basically in a coolers. school, as a one in a 30 in a class, then clearly that, you know, they are just expected to, to, to kind of get on and yeah. here's the worksheet, here's what's on the board. Yeah. Get on and, and I, actually this bit they're not able to initiate. One of the things I find really difficult was when I was trying to do studying and writing assignments. I know what it's asking and I know what it needs, but I cannot start it. I don't know how to start it and so I need those starter yeah. things but you don't get given them at university like they did through the open university and I wasn't and when I was doing that I didn't realize that's what I needed yeah, so yeah. I couldn't ask for it it's 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 and that's like really stu- difficult study skills isn't it yeah. and and mm-hmm. and that we don't necessarily I mean some schools do teach them now I know but certainly when we were at school nobody ever taught you how to study no. they just expected you to get on with it and and, 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 and actually that is really important and I could never revise yeah for exams because I didn't know what I needed and I yeah. wouldn't know where to start and mm. so it would be I'd either have to read everything yeah do the whole lot mm. or do none of it yeah there was and no actually, in between and actually a lot of that when you're talking about education is stuff that and most a lot of secondary schools do do that now they do offer somebody to support with you know t- teachers can know that that child's going to need start help starting yeah. the task yeah. and so that and actually that help might just be they need someone to come alongside them and say to them how are we going to do this maybe we do it like this yeah and yeah. then they're off and running yeah but they need that input and that's not massive that's not a massive no, reasonable no. adjustment at all that's no. like a teacher understanding that that's what that child needs and equally it's knowing the, the school knowing that the child need is going to need some help to build a revision timetable and some quite specific maybe highlight the topics that they do and give them a task to do for each slot in their revision timetable so that it's really laid out for them because they're not going to be able to exactly and that's the kind themselves. of support they might expect to give somebody at the, at the beginning of secondary school you know 11 12 year old yeah. you wouldn't expect to give that to a sixth form I even but you might but they to. might need and to. that would be reasonable it absolutely would but it, it does mean we need to be aware that yeah. it, it actually yeah. is exactly. and that's what because we could be talking about child you know that you know that it's very capable and has provided and done this kind of level of work, but actually they're not performing as well as they could do. They're not achieving their potential because they yeah. can't and, and I'm just thinking that the, the, the key thing that often happens at the first time parents realise this is an issue for their child is homework. Yeah. They come home from school 
and they've got their homework and they're like, I don't know what it's asking, I don't know what to do, I don't know how to start it, I don't want to do it. And and you get this sort of really big, massive meltdown or it's hugely problematic, great issues. And the teacher will say, but then you had to do it in class. So yes, because in class you were sitting next to them, telling them, or their person, or somebody, else somebody was, was their, their peer was sitting next to them and they copied them or whatever. But when they're on their own, they can't do that. So they need that homework task broken down into yeah. smaller chunks with lots more support around it. Yeah, yeah it is. It is really difficult, but it it the word the worst thing is you've people don't understand executive functioning difficulties. And so you get branded as lazy or not able to apply yourself or just can't be bothered. And sometimes you don't realise those difficulties are really difficult until that person is a bit older. Yeah. So like the late, like the later teenage years mm. can be really, really problematic. And you think, but you've done all of this before. Why is this such a problem now? Yeah. Um, and I think... Because, again, it's very like everything with autism and ADHD. It changes from day to day. Yeah. You know, how my brain works today might be different to how my brain works tomorrow. Yeah. And some of those things I can do easier on some days than, than yeah. on others. So it is understanding that. So if you are seeing a child who's with some forgetting stuff or not being able to plan properly or can't do their homework or can't do their revision it's not that they don't want to do it it's there's a reason behind that and it could be an executive function yeah. difficulty that's yeah. causing it we didn't actually talk i'm just thinking we didn't talk about the, the another one that's a real a key one particularly in school is forgetting you not having the right equipment oh, yeah stuff. having the right stuff in your bag yeah, yeah. Um, being able to organize the right well, it's not so much books anymore, but your PE kit and for the right day and your cooking, cooking ingredients. No, 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 there is a nightmare in our well, house. In mine too. <laughs> and the, and a, a child's response to that, sorry, not the cooking, but the, having the right bags, the books in the bag, is to have everything, yeah. to carry everything around, which, you know, I mean, maybe that's an acceptable strategy, but actually um, it's quite hard work probably if they don't have a yeah. locker or whatever. So giving some, some support to helping them with all and organising their day. When we talked about visual sports in the week and I was talking about um, my son had a visual sport at primary school that was on his locker, on his locker or drawer peg, I can't remember what it was that they had, that told him what he had to bring home every day yeah. because he would come out of school and he would have left his coat, his lunchbox, dirty PE kit, whatever it was. Yeah. So this thing basically told him what, 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 he needed to, what he needed to bring home and that was the sort of mm. another example mm. of a strategy to help him manage his executive function okay. difficulties because he was never going to be able to remember those mm. no. organization is really really challenging for people with executive yeah. functioning difficulties and certainly with adhd it's a key difficulty around adhd so yeah. you know it they conflict they they impact on each other those things and so yeah. make it much harder um, so it's just understanding what you can do mm. to help mm. rather than thinking that they can't be bothered or they're just too interested in something mm. else to be bothered about what mm. needs to be done because mm. that's not generally the case. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a bit of a minefield and there's a lot to it. There's a lot to executive functioning. Mm. It's lots of areas. It, in fact, it impacts on every aspect of your yeah, daily life really, mm. or emotional regulation. Say, emotional regulation is the other. Yeah, area. planning, organisation, time, 
management again time management really really difficult for some people um then it, you know there's the initiating tasks starting tasks and moving from one to another all of that stuff is executive functioning so yeah big big impacts that has on people yeah and and it's like everything else isn't it it's helping the individual understand how, what's going on for them how that impacts them and then helping them to put stuff in place to help them so that they can function yeah. Yeah. still because because you know it, it does affect a lot of people mm. and you can find ways to just about get by you can but also letting particularly as you get older and and and, and i know you know letting other people being prepared to say it yeah, to others so yeah. that people kind of give you understand and make the allowances that we don't admit to making for you lisa for instance <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah no for genuinely i mean i think about this with all of the stuff we're talking about i you know I feel we should share and feel we can talk about these yeah. things because actually it gives more more in the world the understanding and puts them gives them some insight into how uh, life can be a bit tricky but what can be done to help people and to be empathetic yeah. yeah certainly when you know you struggle with certain things it's helpful for other people to understand why you might struggle with those things mm-hmm. it's only been I don't know a few years now that I've realized the executive functioning difficulties I have mm. um, before I just would be like oh well it's just me you know I forget things all the time because I don't have things planned and since I now have I go through this planning in my head every morning of what I need mm. then I don't generally forget yeah, things helps and it's if I don't have that or something goes awry that's when I forget things. Mm. Yeah, and you can see that yeah. yourself. And and we and yeah, and as you said with your snoot, you you you're using the mobile phone and that you're having alarms and all those. There are ways to we work out that 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 help. But yeah, so it's it's really important, I think, to understand, but also to just look at whatever is going on for your child or young person. Think about what's why that's happening rather than yeah. just they can't be bothered or they're doing that deliberately or yeah. you know they're just forgetful no one is just forgetful there's a reason why you're forgetful yeah i'm just thinking as well the way you seem to talk about it as adults if you'd like to know more about angel support please check out our website www.angelsupportgroup.org.uk if you have any suggestions for topics or feedback for us, please do email us, us at podcast at angelsupportgroup.org.uk. Thanks.